So welcome back to another episode of Anything But Qualified. I'm Ryan. I'm, I'm Zach. And we just watched a cinematic masterpiece. What was it called? It was called Alien Covenant, which is like the fifth movie in the Alien franchise. Let's see, you got Wait, you. Alien? Hold the phone. Okay, Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Fuck me. Okay. Come on. You got Alien. Okay, you got Aliens. Alien okay. Aliens alien, with an S. A- alien. Cubed, Alien 3. Alien 3. The little 3. Okay, okay. Alien Resurrection. Okay. Alien vs. Predator. Oh, we're counting that? Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> Prometheus. <laughs> I almost forgot that thorn in my side. Cube <laughs> Prometheus. And then Alien Covenant. So that makes eight. That That's makes eight. Eight, if you're counting it. Eight movies with the, the sexy black space penis in space mm-hmm. terrorizing people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful, isn't it? It's new every single time. It's the same way. <laughs> Everybody falls for the same old tricks. It's, yeah. You know, yeah. As a whole, as a whole, the mm-hmm. whole Alien franchise—it's yeah. almost kind of a an, an, a lesson in who can take the same idea and do it just minutely differently. <laughs> you know, like oh, oh, we'll do it, we'll do it, but it's a space prison. You know, like with the David Fincher one or Alien Resurrection had this like kind of campy. So was it like Ridley Scott? Feel. Ridley Scott started this all, yeah. Uh, and then other directors were like, hey, let me let me try this. Oh yeah, let me let me, let let me, me get take on that this char- car around I mean, the block. I mean, James Cameron stepped on board, and he oh, made that's right, and he made Aliens a big action movie, which which I personally like. I, I like I like the the funness. Like Aliens is a fun is movie while also being scary. What's the dynamic of that then? If like, is it Ridley Scott's written idea? Like he and then all these other directors. The, are, the history get... of Alien goes back to to like uh, it goes back to Dan O'Bannon, who's mm. somebody who you you would be blank faced at. That's yep, understandable. He made he made a lot of he made seventies culty kind of shit is what he liked and he wanted to make something like that and he made a a he wrote a script called dark star which was about astronauts in space come across something spooky and it's and it's an it's an alien creature that comes aboard their ship and you know and and with their limitations that Mm -hmm. they had at the time Mm -hmm. it was it was a beach ball and you know in, in somebody's garage set Cool. Sort of a deal. Yeah, they made a low budget alien like four years before we got alien, and basically that was just sort of the the you know the pathway it went. It, it Star Wars got big, so then all in seventy seven, so mm-hmm. then seventy eight, seventy nine rolls around. They're looking for another science fiction movie. Alien lands on the table. And Ridley Scott picks it up from this guy. Yeah, Ridley Scott kind of likes it. He he starts drawing storyboards because Ridley Scott, if you didn't know, is an artsy guy. Yeah. He's, oh, I, I kind of yeah, you know, yeah. He's 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 the kind of guy that's like, oh, I want to help design sets. I want to help draw storyboards. Mm-hmm. I want to you know be involved in the artistic look of the film. And it's like that's cool. I always feel something. So you know something's kind of like I want to be like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 something really to look for. You know, look up to. But then after you get shit like, like Prometheus, <laughs> straight and, to the jugular with Prometheus. Well, yeah. I mean, that was just like a knee jerk. Like, what are you doing? It's half of a History Channel Ancient Alien mm-hmm. special. That's what's cool about it. Yeah, yeah. No, what's great about it is how different it is. But then it feels so tethered to being an alien 
involved in an alien universe in this world of shared universe filmmaking yeah. sort of a deal like it has to be tethered to that universe but it's like blade I runner isn't w- tethered to that right. universe. i thought this was the most tame prometheus was the most tame version of tying something in it wasn't the slap across the face where you get like uh, it, it felt star wars prequels level of slap across the face yes really to you to me it, to that's me. the prime example of something that's terrible but like alien with prometheus no. you got like the alien at the end you got you, I mean, you got you got like some of the precursors to it of like the room of eggs and I, I, the I guess slithering I, thing. Yes, I mean, and there's and there's lots of spooky moments in there, and it has a wonderful kind of build up. Mm. Whereas Covenant like gets to the juicy bits right away. Oh, like, it sure, like, sure does. Like James Franco is burnt. Ten James Franco is dead before he can talk. Yeah, he's dead before he's in the movie. He's in, dead before you recognize that that's James Franco in memory of James Franco. R.I.P. James Franco's character. Uh, it's oh spoiler alert yeah, <laughs> james franco I mean, dies but, in this movie yeah he's not even in it really <laughs> I, but, I don't think he made the credits either no but like with prometheus in this it's ridley scott returning to an old thing that worked for him that that old thing that worked from like art from adversity mm. and now with the hollywood machine that it is now it's just like how can we make another alien movie that has hallways and blinking lights and what if there's a trash can full of like ideas and it kept being him looping this idea of prometheus to alien he's like no i can't can't. not again not again i guess okay i guess it's an alien movie (laughs) (laughs) i guess i mean I'd be sympathetic in a way where he just he couldn't come up with this new idea or couldn't sell a new idea without it being connected to the Alien movies. But, I mean, as a whole, Alien Covenant is an Alien remake. Mm-hmm. Well, that also... Was, that was pretty uh, evident. Yeah. I mean, it's it's got the same beats. There's like, a good point you brought out uh, before we started recording that the downfall of Prometheus was that it had to be tied into Alien, yeah. and the downfall of Covenant is that it had to be tied into Prometheus. Yeah. Uh, which I feel like there's a decent alien. If you want to do prequel, if you want to do reboot, if you want to mm-hmm. do something that's inspired by it, there's something kind of fun in there and feels fresh compared to everything else that's coming out now. Like I saw life with, with the Jake Gyllenhaal's and it's basically <laughs> an alien inspired thing about like, Oh no, something's on the space station. And it's just kind of, Meh. <laughs> or this is kind of fun, even it's though action-y. even though you're just like, ah, oh, yep, it's just people being stupid and getting killed in stupid ways. But it's, it's a, classic. It's, it's a slasher. It's movie. classic cinema, right? Yeah. Prometheus wasn't a slasher movie. No, it wasn't. It was an art film. Yeah, it was trying to it say was a something message. smart, but mm-hmm. it was saying it so stupidly. <laughs> yeah, in my opinion. And whereas this, it's like, no, we're not even trying to say. We're anything. trying to say Jack. In fact, in fact the you... smartest thing that they do is they just leave it all to David's character, and they just yeah. be like, "You're a manipulating, playing God sort of mm-hmm. deal." Mm-hmm. We're not going to explore this too much. We're just going to scratch enough surface to make you uneasy, and then just kind of seed that in throughout. How about that? We got to see the the clip that was supposed to tie Prometheus, like an in, in after credits esque oh, piece yeah. of Prometheus, where Shaw and uh, and David are flying into on the croissant spaceship. Yeah. They're, uh, they're flying in on on the baguette. On the baguette, uh, that they they come to the planet where all of the the what were they called again? They I called I was them, butchering it so much while we were watching the movie. They called them engineers. Engineers. I kept calling them the founders, the the creators. I want to. 
these people are like supposed to be like a god seeding race. Yeah. It just looks like David blew up space Rome. Yeah, exactly. It looked like space Rome they were wearing. They but, look but, like, Ro- but, like but Roman statues. Dare I say, space is a pretty big place. They could have just, David could have just blown up space Sheboygan. And not not just <laughs> yeah. and not killed all the engineers. He could have like, blown up Space Birmingham. Yeah, those could have been the hillbillies. Oh no, <laughs> he could he could have blown up Space Charlotte. Yeah. So we don't know, blown but up. but here's what here's what the scene the scene was the croissant coming into the yeah, st- and the everyone's bay. like, "Welcome back, yeah. croissant!" And well, then hey, David launches all the goo, mm-hmm. all the goo. He la- he launches all of the the stuff that kills. You know that turns everything in, into the aliens. That becomes a harbor for the alien seed to. Create, so then there's blah, like blah, a blah. big, a big like CGI black smoke swirling around mm-hmm. with people like, oh no, and aliens are bursting out of me, and everyone's a dying CGI in a scary scene. way. You know, and just sure, you finally got your ending of Prometheus. How did those? How did the end? Yeah, how do the engineers breed if they all look the same and they're all guys? Are they, they that tell. advanced? What well, you can't tell the subtle differences in their in their face <laughs> between ridges. one bald person and the other bald person. Yeah, they all look like powder. <laughs> they do. They all look <laughs> like powder. powder. But so these movies, as as the purpose, I mean, I love to draw like Star Wars prequels parallels because mm-hmm. Prometheus is such an easy target when it comes to yeah, that. like yeah. why are you making these creative choices. Oh, I get it. Money. You know, oh, I get it. You just, you didn't have the time to write a decent script. You just sort of, yeah, hey, yeah, let's just fly I by our seat of our pants. I thought it was a good pants. script. <laughs> I really did. You look at, I don't know, you look at something like Covenant and it's, it's not ashamed to be an alien movie, finally. Right, right. But it just keeps on giving you like more and more and more. Like, like, where's, where's the buildup? Like the, there's there's little to no build up. There's never the for all alien. of these. Yeah. There's no ending of like then we got rid of the virus or yeah. None of that. It's just you get rid like you survived that situation. And it's like, well, I hope things don't get worse for these people later, or maybe they'll get killed in between movies, like yeah, in the last one. They will. And then the they... next movie will just be completely unrelated people mm-hmm. dealing with Michael Fassbender who. He's going to be the constant in this we, franchise. Yeah, we, isn't he? we keep on talking around the Michael Fassbender part, but he brings a lot to these mo- to this Prometheus and Covenant. Like uh, that, that's the understatement so? of the movies. You know, he's the most enjoyable person to watch on screen. Uh, and he affects the none plot, of them are. You know? I don't like any of these actors that were in this movie. Uh, I, Michael they, Fassbender included, because he doesn't talk. Oh yeah, because Walter, one of the characters he plays, yeah, talks like an American. I talk are. like an American. And then David is very dramatic the way he talks. Walter's like, I can't play the flute. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real scene. Yeah, and then they kiss at one point. Yeah, they do. It's I'm down for weird <laughs> filmmaking. I'm down for weird choices like that, but it's. It's, building it's, building your entire alien prequel franchise around a robot trying to play God feels like you had such a better idea for an entirely separate group of movies. Yeah. But how would he play God? Let's let's brainstorm. Let's play brainstorm that idea. It's the same thing. It's you you have you set up some sort of sci fi universe where where you know we're designing androids and this shot is, like alien. 
yeah could you agree could you have another movie shot like alien essentially and there there'll be so many people that'd be like why don't they just tie this into alien it's a it's the there's there should be definite separations what 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 you have maybe then is a you have a guardians of the galaxy maybe like multi-alien sort of sci-fi world but but semi-grounded with an alien look and feel to everything you know few other races Mm. and then people go like why isn't this a mass effect movie uh mm-hmm. uh but but on but besides that See, no, no one's ever satisfied no exactly no one's exactly. ever satisfied you, you know you have something like that but you have a story of a a very sci-fi story of maybe going to a planet where a robot had crash landed there and questioned life enough that it became god of of at mm. least of at least what it could control in a way I mean that's that's a Star Trekky idea that seems like a highbrow high concept idea for a movie. It's all about making those concepts work. They surprisingly work in Covenant. Like yeah. for okay. for being connected to the Alien franchise. I mean in my Didn't in you my need opinion, the Alien franchise to make Covenant relevant to make it feel No, but you needed you needed Prometheus in a way. Because them running across David and not being immediately freaked out by David is confusing in this movie and mm-hmm. with Prometheus oh, yeah. as the context. For that, only that, it works. Prometheus was needed. For, well, like, for them to, to, to the understanding that they're yeah, comfortable for, with David. Yeah, just, just in the sense of, oh, I guess so. I guess Which could just, have just been one line of telling them that there are other models like Walter. Yeah. And then they see David and like, eh, you're just a robot, right? I don't know. It's... <laughs> Anyway, I had more fun with this movie. You I, didn't have any fun with Prometheus. No, I was sitting in an IMAX screening of it, going like, "This looks really pretty," but I'm just so. This looks really pretty. Is seventy five percent of like the movie cringing for me. in my seat to be there? Like it's just it's. How important is would Prometheus be in the beginning? Of, like if it were to be the first one to come out, we're, if you started off Alien with Prometheus. Because when the books are written, we're gonna have Prometheus at the one end of the bookmark, or one of the bookcase, and then and then Prometheus, you're gonna have. Because see, it's it's always gonna be the outlier though of the group. Why? Because a lot of the other movies kind of have a sci-fi slash kind of to their genre. Alien being sci-fi. is Prometheus too serious? Prometheus tries to be too much sci-fi, and and. It it feels off. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of tension and you feel like you're watching. Like, there's no stakes and everyone acts dumb. I mean, mind you, everyone acts dumb in this, but at least <laughs> there's tension and stakes to kind of bring you to the next point. Like, oh, we're finally, we're trapped on this planet now. Like, our, our, our lander blew up. And then it's like tensions raised and stakes. There's none of that really in Prometheus. There's a storm. A guy turns into a monster. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they're kind of just willy-nilly free to go wherever. Like, there's, you know, and then once one of the engineers wake up in Prometheus, then things are kind of, oh, no, one thing's after you. Where this is kind of like, oh, no, something could be in the walls, could be anywhere. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's it found that right niche. I wish Ridley would have just gone on a completely different tangent after Prometheus. And just avoided the alien thing and had that be the only real tie to the to this 
oh, franchise. like create more about Prometheus. Or yeah, what? yeah, yeah. In that style, less of less. If, of if you were the, to have your adventuring into the engineers, yeah. you know, or whatever, if you were to have that next movie with those characters or not, it could be other people discovering a distress signal. Mm-hmm. Keep it so far away from the Alien series. Keep that be just one oh. thing the the engineers were working on, and yeah, who knows how big this universe is and what else, what other wild shit. So keep they like were a coming. thick line yeah. between those two movies you see like prometheus is the connector to alien but then what follows prometheus well what we see is going to be more like yeah see more about that would, the, that about more the interesting. creators and that feels like a larger cinematic universe rather than everything has to be the same alien movie again what, are, what would you be more satisfied with going down the prometheus route or going taking like doing would, flipping a yui flipping in, a in, bitch and then coming back the other way with covenant which is like the the after, alien slasher movie after prometheus i wasn't asking for any more movies basically <laughs> I, was, I was i wasn't asking i mean i was like i was like oh god we're never gonna get that sequel and if we do i, I didn't quite imagine this i i I never imagined that it would kind of even touch up on what happened in Prometheus. I imagined that they would just abandon, bury whatever ideas they have and make mm. the next movie not even connected in the slightest to it. Um, I was hoping they would pick up right when that ship left off. Yeah. I mean, I in in hindsight, now that this movie is out and I've seen it, honestly, if they just went further away from the Alien movies and had Prometheus kind of being that one little You would go time, that route? Yeah, I'd have it be that one little tie, and 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 you know, and and I feel like somewhere down the road it'd be like, well, Ridley, you kind of you took something we knew, and then you tried something new with it. Mm, uh huh. Covenant How is that. that. Covenant <laughs> is taking something we know and then shoving more of it down your throat. <laughs> a lot. There was you know a lot aliens, of aliens, right? In this. You know, just the aliens. You, they pop out of people and they come out They're of scary, eggs. They're scary. They hiss. They have dripping drool. Yeah, and they got acid for blood, and everyone's getting. What did you burned call them? Sexy stuff. space pe- black penises. Yeah, sexy space penis. That's it. Because that's all they are. It's just a scary penis with teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such an awkward reference. I mean, that's, that's Giger. Have... That's Giger, though. Giger just, if you look at any of his art, it, it all looks like the alien creature. It's all just... Giger? Yeah. H.R. Giger. H.R. Giger. You were huh. saying Giggler at the credits, and that's that guy. Oh, <laughs> it was. Yeah. What? That's, Is he, that the concept artist for Yeah, this? he's a weird Danish dude, and everything he draws basically looks like the alien creature, and, and penises and vaginas, and just... <laughs> Like latex fetish gear. Oh, was he the one that actually did all of? Oh, this guy looks is awkward looking. He, he looks, looks like, like a Louis super Anderson. villain. Yeah, he looks like Louis Anderson playing a super villain. H.R. Giger. Wow. So this was his. This is his thing. Yeah. This like we give to, we have to give Ridley Scott like the idea of of oh, aliens. Oh, but is this like you his? Could, you can even look up original designs for what the original Ridley Scott alien looks like, and it looks like a bug. It looks like the the Cronenberg fly with Jeff Goldblum. It just looks like, you know, kind of a, I got eyes and I'm kind of scary. And then Giger comes on board and does this. And it's like, yeah, nobody's seen something that looks like that in a movie. Make that scary. Huh. Original alien design. It just looks like a bug. Wow. Like, it looks like the crane that uh, she's working in at the end of the alien movie. (laughs) Then So then this guy comes in and he... Really, like, creates the staple of what, like, this, like, this everything is looks about. like. Yeah, that's all <sighs> people want is more of more tweaks on that design. There's so much questions I have, so many questions I have about like this whole alien thing, like, that's just a virus that creates an <laughs> organism inside a body. We don't, and, and that's the thing, we never, we you, never get answers to we, that. I never had those questions. 
Why not? It's like my number one question. I never asked where the force came from as a kid. I never wanted to know where the alien comes from because if it's here, it fucking sucks. Like, that's that's the story. Like, it doesn't matter where it comes from. It's just, it's not from here. It's terrible. Get it out. <laughs> no more. No more questions I asked. Love, I love the primal aspect of that sort of storytelling, you know? And, yeah. and, and it's like, we don't. It's here. Get it. Let's get it out. I mean, it's it's different when you have your, you know, you, you keep on trying to build on your universe in a way. You know, these these original stories you mm-hmm. tell and then you want to expand We've and talked, have different I've, points. I've mentioned how, like, yeah. Universe we, filmmaking sucks. Is, it's stupid because it leaves. There's no single movies anymore. No. We only have universes. And you can only run your universe dry, like, so quickly. Mm-hmm. In a way, you, I mean, what? I mean, Covenant is a remake almost beat for beat of Alien. Mm-hmm. Rogue One and Force Awakens are remakes like beat for beat. You know, just like we got to find mm-hmm. that Star Wars tone. Yeah, gotta we got to get exactly that. Exactly, the tone. You know, we just, we got to find it. The lightning, they got to capture it again. Yeah, and it feels so processed. It's, it's the difference between having like that nice crumbly cheese and then a slice of Kraft American Singles. <laughs> you just it's like, same cheese, right? You call it cheese. But it's not. Yeah, that's a good analogy. It's. I hate using food analogy with art because it's. I feel like it's too easy, and it just sort of. It's like yeah. Yeah. Anybody can make a food any, analogy. Yeah. Anybody art. can make a food analogy. Um, but it's. <laughs> I made one earlier with this too. I said. I said Covenant was too much frosting and not enough cake. Yep, you did. <laughs> Where Prometheus was too much cake, and I was just like, "Where's this frosting? <laughs> Where do I get the payoff of There's the frosting?" There's no fun in this movie. It was like, like a carrot cake, and you're like, "Oh, cool, I'm getting cake." But I mean, despite, it's carrot cake, despite being kind of soulless, unoriginal, and devoid of anything new, if you're if you're a fan of the Alien movies, it's up your alley. It's more Aliens. If you're a fan of Prometheus, yeah. What do you What do you say? If you're a fan of Prometheus, you I'm, get, I'm a fan you of get Prometheus. some closure. You, you get were, a little bit of closure. You were sold on Prometheus that you were going to get answers in that movie, and then they said, "JK, bro, it's in the next movie." I got you, bro. And and you know what? You know what the biggest joke is? What what were the, what were the questions we were left with unanswered in Prometheus? I guess like what were the engineers trying to do? Yeah. Um. Yeah. We're never going to find that out. <laughs> that was that was swept <laughs> under the rug. Um. Um, I doubt a third movie is going to even brush <sighs> on that. There's going to be no mention of engineers in the third. They're, no, they're going to move so far away from that concept. This movie, they'll they'll forget about what the engineers were. Um, but it, you know, in that way, I mean, how do you feel about that? Like, it's just sort of, eh. I mean, what what other questions do we have? Like, what the black goo did? Yeah, it did anything it wanted to do. It did anything the writer told it to do. It was magic goo. Black goo. What the da- David you know finds the goo and oh. some guy gets infected and he kind of turns into a monster yeah, and yeah. some other guy, you know and like why are there two kinds of monsters like why why are there so ones many, that I mean, are I guess that's the thing why do they all end up looking the same? That is the real question. I think it's and it's in a way not to get too fucking geeky about Let's the alien and the alien universe. I think it's fun with the more variations you have in a way, because it's like, okay, whatever this is, 
this parasite, this spore, this virus, this bug or whatever grapples onto you and mm-hmm. injects you with something. Whatever is going to come out of you is kind of fused with what you look like and what it looks like. Okay, yeah. In a way. But they both, like, you know, with so, those rules, they so still end get, up looking get, kind of the same. Yeah, all. yeah. They all kind of look like these weird, you know, elongated headed mm-hmm. space penis monsters. Mm-hmm in some way or another and it's like that's kind of the shtick but then i also like it's like more variations couple variations you got spore version you got you have to be like the reveal of oh here's how the classic aliens made from an egg that david made in a cave somehow like we didn't even get an origin for how the classic alien is made isn't that what these movies were supposed to be about i was hoping yeah in a way like david just has these eggs Wait, yeah. I mean, so the I mean, egg Shaw, one, Shaw the egg was, one was not in yeah. the Prometheus. It was no, not. no, it egg, was just egg was something David made. Egg was David's own thing. May he turned Shaw into a big, big vagina. Yep, he sure did. That was a nice, beautiful shot of Shaw. I was a, just like, what is this? Oh, egg Shaw's vagina. Shaw's a big vagina. But I mean, you can assume she was making the eggs. Yeah, and. Or but we creating, aren't explicitly uh, told. We aren't. There's so many dots that are unconnected. And they're never going to be connected. And it's like, so Prometheus sold you on, we're going to have answers to these questions. And it failed at that. And Covenant went, we aren't even, no, we're not even trying at that. And it, it answered some. We're, we're going to tell you things you kind of didn't question before. Yeah. But then we're also going to make you just a fun slasher movie. Who's going to live by the end of this? <laughs> yeah, that's really what it turned into. And, like, the ending scenes of, like, on the spaceship again. Yeah. People getting taken out one by one. And then the, the dramatic, the open climax. the door, open oh, the door, and then everything falls out. You gotta suck it out. into space. And it gets hit by a fucking truck. Yeah. Classic. It was a good classic yeah. movie. Yeah. The classic cinema. gonna file a fucking lawsuit, I tell you what. Yeah. He's gonna file L and I. That's a union alien <laughs> motherfucker. They don't know what, they don't know who they're messing with. Um... We're getting to a point here uh-huh. where I feel like there's nothing more we can do with the Alien movies. Oh, I say, is it seven I say, movies that we counted? Eight. eight. I say bury it. It's done? I say it's done. Hang up, hang, hang it's up a the towel. Great, it's a great movie monster, and it only worked like Jaws. The less we saw it, the scarier it was. I thought it was over during the Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. Alien vs. Predator was obviously the jumping the shark. Oh, yeah. And then somehow they looped the and, boat around and, I feel like a lot and of did it again. And people would say more. Like, like, they jumped the shark way earlier with Alien 3, kind of just being yeah. like... Just being not a very fun movie to watch. It's it's a very bland movie coming after Aliens, which is like action-packed, testosterone. Yeah! <laughs> Shoot them, aliens! <laughs> yeah, it's a fun movie. And going to something like Alien 3, like they're like, no, no, you, you can't do the first movie again, but worse, and expect us to like it. And And it's like people knew then. What was Alien Resurrection about? Alien Resurrection was about about, uh, cloning Sigourney Weaver because Uh she had an alien inside of her in Alien 3. Okay. She was infected in Alien 3. She was in Aliens, right? Yeah. She was in Aliens. She She was in Alien. Aliens. Alien 3. Alien Resurrection. Sigourney Weaver basically checks. I mean, I mean, like 400 years pass in between Mm -hmm. all those movies, but it's basically the worst weekend of Sigourney Weaver's life. (laughs) 
<laughs> where she goes from like working for space truckers to you know like barely escaping to then working with marines and barely escaping to crashing on space prison to dying to getting cloned and wow. reawoken so people could get an alien out of her and that whole movie's weird but it's like it's different it you know it was some it wasn't just trying to be aliens running around a hall like screaming at people it, it had this something like, we haven't done in a long time much. okay no. Say somebody come. No, all right. You don't no, recommend no. Alien no, Covenant. I, <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna go somewhere. Else. I thought you were gonna say who's the team, and I am not good at that game because no. I do not pay attention to who the team is. No, that's okay. <laughs> the team only matters when it's a great team. This wasn't a good <laughs> this team. This is a subpar team. This is a very subpar team. This is a team that cried. I mean, I can I can name them off just like you know made up off the top of my head like trope <laughs> names. You have like the captain tries too hard. Mm-hmm. Like like. Plus, Captain's plucky, overwhelmed. Plucky main big. character who just sort of scrapes by every who time. Who was the main character? The main character was, uh, she was like James Franco's girlfriend. Or James Franco's wife. All the ladies look the same in that movie. They all have short space hair. Because that's the hair you can only, that's the only hair you can have in space. In Zero G's? Only kind of haircut that works. Do you remember Prometheus? How like, yeah. the one guy had glasses and you could tell he was the snarky one. And mm-hmm. the one guy had tattoos so you could tell he's kind of the gruff one. Mm-hmm. And Captain had his eyes pinched together so you could tell he was the one that Yeah, he didn't. He, you know, well, that, he called all the shots and, you know, he wouldn't take shit from nobody. Mm-hmm. But then the company lady was mm-hmm. there and she uh-huh. was kind of like slick and she looked almost artificial herself. Yeah. None of that's there in this movie. None of that. These, they don't have like styled personalities. They just have, they're just... I mean, there's something to be said. I, yeah, mean, I guess what, they're supposed the, to be like schmoes, right? They're yeah. not supposed to be like captains and... I guess so. These are supposed to be the schmoes that mm. start off a colony somewhere yeah. and, and, get Which their, is what... and get their names on plaques, you know, 200 years after everyone's yeah. grown up, you know? What a weird existence. Yeah. You're just going to exist on a ship going to another planet. I mean, yeah. Somebody's got to turn the rudder. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to pilot the ship. Yeah, which makes which then leads me to... Why does every ship only have one David? Why aren't all right? the ships run by a bunch of Davids? Why, yeah, why, why isn't the captain, you know, the cook, everybody, <laughs> there's just a couple Davids. That's what the next uh, Alien movie is going to be about. The first movie made it like that technology isn't there yet, and David's uh-huh. the only one. This one makes it seem like it's like mainstream. Well, it's only 10 years later, right? It's only 10 years after Prometheus. Yeah. So they still can only afford one David. <laughs> But they can afford this huge, gigantic, big-ass ship. This seems to be a whaling... I mean, this is like a Toyota... Okay, a Toyota-sponsored okay. event not having enough Toyotas to transport people <laughs> to the Toyota-sponsored event. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, they're your robots. Put more of them on your GD ships. Is it his GD ship? I think so. To I think his... it's a U-Tony. I mean, that there seems to be only one company in the Alien universe, and that company is out. The they, all they want to do is bring the alien to Earth. That's the alien movie I want. Bring that GD alien to Earth and not an alien to Predator movie. That's what everyone's wanted. Show me what future deals with that. What if? That's the only possible and that you can get two movies out of that. You can get three. Fuck yeah, you could get three. You you didn't start with Prometheus. Uh, What about this? What about um, a split movie? A a guy, um, uh, uh, oh. A Wayland like backstory <laughs> split with. Are we going to see him win a pod race? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're going to see his uh, 
uh the some him being an apprentice <laughs> it turns out it's all connected to jurassic park he's an apprentice <laughs> to an aspiring yeah that's universes baby buying, universes buying baby in costa rica and has an affinity for an amber cane <laughs> if there's not a mention in there that i'm i'm, I'm leaving <sighs> what did you uh good movie bad movie Decent, alien Covenant. Decent, alien, Not my alien, idea for alien a movie. Company, alien, alien, alien Company. Co- alien Company. Alien Company. <laughs> uh, you know, decent summer movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not as not. A, I didn't enjoy this as much as I enjoyed something like a Guardians of the Galaxy two, which I had less expectations. I feel like going in, Prometheus two rubbed me such a wrong way that I was like really. This just has to be somewhat competent and fun, and I'll enjoy myself in it, and I'll be like, "Well, it's better than that piece of shit," you know. Like, but mm. I mean, it's not it's not stand out. Like, it's nothing. It's nothing great, but it's it's a lot closer to what I expected a Prometheus movie to be. Really? Yes. Like the same formula. Of... Yeah, I expected it to be a, a you, Force Awakens style. <laughs> do the first movie again, uh. but but do it bigger whatever the fuck it is nowadays bigger. more cgi aliens. more cgi more explosions um john denver rights yeah yeah get the john denver rights get the yeah. what is it the first March movie never had those that's what they wanted all along that was the original <laughs> intention was to get john denver in the movie and now we finally have a movie that, that it was it was good. uh it was a building of the pyramid you had to get the prometheus money and then you were able to buy the John Denver song so you could make Alien Covenant. Ridley Scott is really running a pyramid scheme. <laughs> yes. Yes. He has to leap over one hurdle to he- leap over the other one. Okay. Okay. Mm. Well. Uh, Alien Covenant. Uh, I'd say it's a decent movie. It's, it's a, like I, I keep using the word classic because when I did see Alien, I thought like, man, this is a, this movie just wraps up. Like this movie could stand alone, you know, mm. minus the Shaw reference, minus the, Oh, yeah. Uh, minus the reference. If it was just like they stumble onto David and David is the creator of this. They don't tie it to Alien. It's a standalone, like, like scary kind of movie. like, you know, slight tweaks to Covenant that, like, maybe they land on the planet they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And, and another android's there. And it's from a previous mission that got directed there for some reason. You know, you, you play with that sort mm. of deal where, you, where it's like, you know, in, in a world where Prometheus doesn't exist. Yeah. Where this was a standalone Alien prequel. Sure. You know, it's just like there's there's seeds of a better movie in this movie, much better than in Prometheus. I feel like Prometheus, the only thing you have to go it on led you is, down one way. Yeah, well, Prometheus leads you down the way of a character doesn't be- a character believes in God and doesn't believe we were created by aliens. Uh-huh. We are shown within the first thirty seconds of the movie that aliens create life. Yeah, so it becomes a movie where we're like. We as an audience know information that is directly contradicting what our main character is fighting for. In a way, oh, it puts yeah. us it puts us on on the opposite end of. Shaw is not the religious. Is not religious. <laughs> Shaw doesn't believe the aliens are our creators, right? No, Shaw yeah. Shaw was like a religious one, mm-hmm. but she was but she was trying to find like the purpose of that, like if oh. they had created like it was it was a trying to plant the God image onto these aliens sort of a deal. Yeah. And, and it was, it was a movie that was sort of always fighting against that idea. I don't know. You mishandled this concept so poorly. (laughs) That's a delicate concept. Be careful with it. 
it feels like such a cut and dry concept and they just like they're like yeah you know we'll just fuck it doesn't matter people are too stupid to care <laughs> so what that was prometheus was the when they first introduced the engineers right i mean there was a weird spooky skeleton and alien i'd like it because like the the ship crashed mm-hmm. and they go on the, the crash ship and they go on the croissant and there's a like a engineer skeleton with something that burst out of it and they're like oh that's weird what the fuck is this what the fuck burst out of it that's creepy as fuck <laughs> and that's it moving on so now we're gonna have three movies describing like what those what a skeleton in a chair was all about cool I know, right? I'm so stoked. Well, would you rather have that left unanswered? Yeah, why not? Why not? Well, at some point you would want to you would want more How? of that. Okay, okay. You're like, in what's up sense, with the spooky skeleton in the chair? It's never directly explained in Alien, but you almost feel like this is the first extraterrestrial thing that they have ever come across. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Humans. Yeah. And and they come across a ship, and on that ship is Something that appears to have died in a terrible way. And it's like, well, what the fuck is that? And what the fuck was it carrying? And just, it, it's, it's all sorts of... All question. No yeah, answers. yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's all that sort of background setup of, this is a mysterious thing from far away, another dimension, another time, who knows how long it's been crashed on this planet, sort of a deal. And And I don't know, a movie like Prometheus, which is just kind of like... I mean, fuck it. I can't even talk anymore about Prometheus. My brain just turns to mush. This turned into Prometheus. I just, my, my sight just goes red. <laughs> my ears just start it, humming. Your eyes I do just, roll in the back of your head and you just start with speaking just yeah, obscenities. I'm in tongues. Mm-hmm. Yes. I can't do, I can't do it anymore. But Covenant, there's something kind of, Covenant kind of made up for it a little bit, but it's, it's still kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> and that's my final say. Okay, I guess that's mine too. No, not the, sure? same, not the same thing. I don't have. Yeah, you're going to agree with me. The I, whole time. I'm going to agree with you. You're so good. You know everything. Oh yeah. Uh, it was, I think it was a decent. It was a good movie. I'm. I mean, I just like the way Ridley Scott shoots movies. Mm-hmm. I like his landscapes. I like the way he he does. He, I like his imagination. I guess. Yes. Um. But yeah, no answers. It doesn't tie into anything. It's just kind of just a movie. It's out there. It's just a movie. It doesn't help. It doesn't help the universe in any way. I would take this over like an Alien versus Predator four, when it's just like they're still making these. Is there you a third know? one? No, there's oh. not a third. But you know, and if you know, if they just kept making those yeah. every couple years mm-hmm. of like this works right. <laughs> how does that franchise like? What what's the found? How do we take this seriously if there's an Alien versus Predator? universe alien versus predator only appeals to one audience the same audience that wrestlemania appeals to. and the expendables yeah it's that and freddy versus jason yeah though honestly i feel like a terminator versus predator is a Ooh. way better concept than alien versus was, predator. and both were comics schwarzenegger was in predator wasn't he yeah so you could have schwarzenegger versus coming back <laughs> To save a Schwarzenegger oh. who's getting hunted by a predator. Okay, let's combine some other ones together. Jurassic Park versus King Kong. That's called The Lost World. Okay. Uh, 1920s let's... and 1997. With Jeff um, Starsky and Hutch versus Anchorman. Ooh. Ooh. 
21 Jump Street and Men in Black. I mean, I guess I mean, that's a real thing. That is a real thing. But you could you could totally do an Anchorman, Starsky and Hutch, an Anchorman <laughs> 3 where something's afoot and all of a sudden Ron Burgundy's on the case. <laughs> yeah. Special report. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. I know. We got to write the people. We'll get like 14 bucks. What about Superbad and Knocked Up? Oh. Get those two. That's so Tie similar. that universe together. Tie <laughs> put the bow on it. Put the bow on that. There are so many characters that are in all those Judd Apatow movies. I know. That's you know what the like, world is missing? They might as well be in the same universe. The world's missing more jobs. Apatow movies. Yeah. Why not? I say give Apatow a big... Something that needs to be a big, like, cinematic universe movie. Give him, like, Aquaman 2. Oh, man. Give him... You want to put that delicate story in his hands? I, I <laughs> Give him, like, Power Girl. Oh, I guess he's doing the Power Girl movie. That's... What is the untouched now? And as far as, like, comic book world, we've got Batman's been touched. Everybody's fingers have been on Batman. Superman, <laughs> Aquaman, Wonder Woman. The Flash is getting his You got like movie. Hellboy. Hellboy. I mean, you got everything big except like your, your Sandman. Sandman. Everyone talks about your Neil Gaimans and yeah. your Sandmans. Could do a Sandman movie. They with, are with Joseph Gordon Lovett. Oh, are they? Yeah. You so, heard that uh, Jordan Peele passed on Akira? Yeah. Good on him. Good on him. I mean, long story short, you can't do Akira without making it a big CGI dumb movie. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know, too small of ideas, too, too, too small and complex of ideas for a big, dumb action fest that yeah. any Akira movie would turn into. That's why I like the, the, the most boring, weird anime movie ever, Akira. <laughs> yeah. Because you're like, what's going on? I just get all these weird feelings and things are happening. It's just cool. Looking. And you're just like, it's so cool to watch, but a movie could never do that. Did you see Ghost in the Shell yet? No, I haven't seen Ghost in the Shell yet. Is it worth it? I didn't, I didn't absolutely loathe my entire existence for about <laughs> like the first 30 minutes. Okay. But, but you, know, you know, it was damn pretty. Scarlett Johansson's in it, and that's all that I need. That's, that, yeah. Yeah. What else do you want to talk about with Covenant? Danny McBride was all right. He was in it. He was in it. He, lived he was that end. character. Yeah. He was the character. You, he is in everything. Kind of the, like the, the say what he wants to say guy. But I mean, where's the hat? It was tame version. He was tame version. It was family of that. man he version. He was more. Of that. He was more authoritative version of that, where he was kind of like guy. He wasn't. He wasn't Kenny. Powers. He wasn't the stock character that like I got to play by the rules. Uh-huh. But he was like the guy who's just like oh, we got to do some like quarantine shit here. You know, he would he would throw in like a couple goofy lines here and there, but yeah. he was kind of a voice of reason. Yeah, which was like cool. Good on you. Good, good play. Good casting. How do you like this promotion that they did? Uh, I think more movies should do this, where they released like a scene. They even released, didn't they release the opening scene? Yeah, yeah, they, uh, yeah on the yeah. internet before the movie oh, yeah. dropped. Yeah, we had like a fourteen minute long like Last Supper or like seven minute long. Yeah, like it was that. like seven. But we also had a. Um, the Last Supper, which was not even in the movie. No, no. It would have been like an opening scene of the movie with like the crew before they go to sleep. But these scenes, and we we talked about this, where it's mm-hmm. it's like they're written mm-hmm. in the script. They're shot. Mm-hmm. And then they're just decided, meh, 
Yeah, let's just use it as promotional material, like the TED Talk in the first one and the yeah. David commercial and all that. Yeah. And content that was made and it would just lay on the cutting room floor if it wasn't for the media age where any content's good content, right? I guess so, yeah. If if we were still in a VHS age, you know, pre-DVD, mm-hmm. we would never, these, we would never, never see this. It would never see the light of day, you know. And, and this kind of adds more dimension to the movie where we can get this scene, the Last Supper scene with James Franco and then start the movie off with James Franco's dead. Yeah. There is no James Franco in this movie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But we've gotten the satisfaction of like some sort of like pre-story that we would I've never gotten before. Well, yeah, and and like I don't remember anything from the Last Supper scene personally. Oh no, I don't uh, think but, I finished. But it. I assume it's all just character stuff. Yeah, you know, just yeah. like just little things to make you go like, oh, that's what that guy is, and mm-hmm. that's that's what that lady is. Oh, you're the hard ass, mm-hmm. and you're the fun loving one. They're just going around in the room, just saying what they are. Kind yeah, of thing. I know. And I'm the one that yeah. likes sports. I'm the guy that gets upset about something small. I'm the one that drinks too much. I'm the one that says something stupid, then says sorry, then dies. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, That's the team. But I mean, <laughs> uh, it's, it's like more of that. Include those scenes, Ridley Scott. Yeah. It was a two-hour movie, and so that would have made it like a two-hour and seven-minute movie, movie. So it's not that big of a, a trim. Why did, why did things end up on the cutting room floor? Explain. I would, I would honestly put it at, at a producer level, test audience level, and whatever the director can talk, and, and, and whoever's financially backing can talk their way into keeping scenes or not. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have movies that don't work with the test audience and and they'll go, it's not just something that they can fix by cutting out a scene or two. They have to go back and reshoot that ending, <laughs> retweak that ending, make, make that character live and that character die to change things. And hopefully the movie will be better as a result from what 22 people thought in the theater one day. Man. And it's like, okay, yes, yes and no. But at the same time... It's still an art, though. Like, yeah. I mean, people need to... <clears throat> that's quite the... I feel like Ridley Scott, though, does it just because in this world where he he knows he could probably get away with, yeah, I shot an extra, like, six hours today. <laughs> like, oops, uh, oops, me. And then, but he knows, like, in this DVD age, like, yeah, I'm going to throw it on the DVD. Mm. I'm going to shoot as much as I can because he's old now. Like, any movie could be as lost. <laughs> Really? Really, Scott's getting that old? Yeah, dude. Ooh, let's look it up. He's what do you think? How old do you think he is? I think he's as old as, as Donald Trump. I think he's like a 70-year-old, dude. He's, he's old. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott kind of looks old. He's doing the new Blade Runner. He's Ooh. Yeah. Fun fact, he's knighted. He's a sir. Yeah, I know. I refuse to mention this. I refuse to acknowledge his night. What year is it? 2017? Yeah. Oh my God. He's 80. He was born in 1937. Yeah. He's an 80 year old man. Wow. And you know what? An 80 year old man made this last <laughs> Wow. This puts a whole new spin on this. Ridley Scott looks old as hell. You're moving on. A lot lines. of booms. A lot of big booms. Yeah. A lot of deaths. A lot of gore. Tons of gore. Tons what of Sigourney Weaver. No Sigourney Weaver. No. 
When are we going to get Sigourney back on the, for the Alien franchise? Oh, uh, I know. When she dies, one of the Alien movies will probably just say, for Sigourney, and that's the last time she'll touch those movies. That's going to be it. Way to be a buzzkill, Ryan, I know. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, Anything left? How do we sign off? How do we sign off now? We do we sign off? Now? Do we sign off? I say that I'm Ryan. I guess. And I guess I could tell you that I'm Zach. Are you? I'm Zach. All right. Nice to meet you. Zach. Nice to meet you. Oh. Come around often. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Okay. All right. So this is anything but qualified. Uh, we will catch you next time for the next episode, which will be the next time you hear us. All right. Bye. Sometime.